Hello and welcome to another episode of the Burt's Books podcast. I have struggled a bit with my reading this month. I'm not sure. Maybe it's because I've been so busy with the office move, etc. that I've just been so tired. But I have been getting back into it. I've read a book in the space of a day over the weekend, uh, which I will be telling you about very, very soon. Uh, but today I want to tell you about Magpie by Elizabeth Day. Elizabeth Day previously wrote The Party, which I adored, and so was keen to get my hands on Magpie. You can find out exactly what I think of it on the other side of this music. Ages ago I read The Party by Elizabeth Day and really, really enjoyed it, really loved the whole thing, in fact. But it was then, I don't know, I kind of forgot about it a bit. And I don't really know why. It's a bloody good book. It's definitely worth a read if you haven't read it yet. And Elizabeth Day is such a talented writer. So that when Magpie, by Elizabeth Day, was announced as coming out, I was excited... But I wasn't, like, desperate to get my hands on it. And I've read it now, and I don't know why I wasn't desperate to get my hands on it, because this book is as good as, if not better, than The Party. And really, I might go back and read The Party now, because I kind of only have brief memories of it, and I need to... Uh, sort of get it back into my system. I don't know if something was going on when I first read it um, and I didn't properly retain it, but um, it was a great book. I know that much. And The Magpie is... Oh, yeah, actually, I'm going to say I think it's better. Um, Let me read to you the blurb. Sometimes Marissa gets the fanciful notion that Kate has visited the house before. She makes herself at home without any self-consciousness. She puts her toothbrush right there in the master bedroom, on the shelf next to theirs. In Jake, Marissa has found everything she's ever wanted. Then their new lodger, Kate, arrives. Something about Kate isn't right. Is it the way she looks at Marissa's boyfriend, sits too close on the sofa, constantly asks about the baby they are trying for? Or is it all just in Marissa's head? After all, that's what her Jake keeps telling her. And she trusts him, doesn't she? But Marissa knows something is wrong, that the woman sleeping in their house will stop at nothing to get what she wants. Marissa just doesn't know why. How far will she go to find the answer? And how much is she willing to lose? I... Oh, it's it's one of those books that I want to tell you all about it now. And I can't. It's a book that you just have to read and go with it. Kate Moss, uh, not the supermodel, the author, has got a quote on this book and it says, Magnificent. I read it in one sitting. And I don't always believe those people who say they read books in one sitting. But this one, I can well believe it. I read it in three sittings because I'm, I am very regimented with when I go to bed. Uh, and actually, I I read the I read the um, I read up to the end of part one 
which is about 100 pages or so. And so it felt like a really sensible place to go to bed. And then I read a bit this morning, the very first thing, but I had so much to do that I couldn't couldn't read on. So now that the end of the day, well, it's not the end of the day, uh, it's about five o'clock, I've finished work for the day. And so I got, went straight back into, I got back into bed and I read the rest of this book. So, uh, yeah, I can believe that Kate Moss did read it in one setting. Let me tell you a little bit more about what it's about. Uh, we start with Marissa looking at this house. She's having a look round, deciding if uh, it's the right place for her and Jake to, to live. And she's being shown around by uh, an estate agent. And whilst they're in the sort of kitchen, the doors, doors are open, they're looking out of the garden and a magpie flies straight in to the house. Um, both women, the estate agent and Marissa, are a bit, you know, shocked. There's a little bit of havoc. And then the magpie flies out again. And I don't really know an awful lot about magpies. And I think I may have mistaken them for cuckoos in what I'm about to say. But I, yeah, I kind of had this thing of magpie um, being somebody who comes into somebody's house and takes their, or into their nest and takes um, the baby. In fact, I'm going to have a quick look at Wikipedia to find out if that's correct. So I have, yes, I have, um, I have mixed it up with cuckoos, um, but they are vicious, they're territorial, and there's a definition here that says they will attack anything they see as invading their territory. So I was initially thinking of uh, Kate as this magpie, um, but I guess in this scenario of birds, um, Kate, uh, Ma Marissa sees Kate as the cuckoo coming in, um, whereas... Um, Marissa herself is the magpie doing anything to protect their family. Let's let's leave the uh, the, the definition of magpies alone for a second because we are treading dangerously into spoiler territory. Um, I feel, but yes. So it starts with uh, this magpie invading Marissa's new home with Jake, and Jake is this guy that she has. Uh, she's finally found him and everything's uh, gone really quickly. Her friend Jazz is a bit, you know, wary because uh, Marissa has a bit of a history of getting a little obsessive um, over, over guys. 
but it seems to be you know it's working this time and it's not something that is being um like jake isn't pushing her away he's actively inviting her in so after three months or so uh then they're living together and uh she's found she found this house that he's looking at that she's looking around and he's kind of he's trusting her to look at it and this is where things start to to me sound not quite right and that is that Jake doesn't seem to be all that nice, I guess. Um, he's, he doesn't feel like... I mean, we see all of this from Marissa's point of view, and it doesn't feel like uh, that Jake is completely on her side. She lists him as being um, fairly emotionless. He doesn't like public displays of affection. And, yeah, it's it's all a bit... He's a bit older and he wants a baby. He's very clear about that. He wants to become a father. And it feels like, is he just rushing this relationship with Marissa because she's willing to give him this baby that he wants? Uh, and then, when things at work for Jake start going a bit downhill, they decide to get a lodger and enter Kate. And Kate is this woman, she's sort of, um, she works in films, she's, she's nice enough, I guess, but Marissa starts to feel like she's just always there, uh, they've got her a room, a bedroom, a little ensuite, on a different floor, but she puts her toothbrush in the main bedroom, she's always there when... Uh, they're having dinner and you know, she watches TV with them even though she could go and sit and watch her laptop upstairs. It's all a bit... Yeah, it's all a bit too close for comfort. I've had lodgers and fortunately they were my friends and it was great, we had a wonderful time but we lived in each other's pockets because it's not that big a place that I live in, so it would be unreasonable for me to expect them to stay in the tiny spare bedroom all the time. And so, you know, we kind of lived in each other's pockets, and that is what's happening here, except Marissa and Jake are a couple, and Kate is is not. She's just supposed to be a lodger, and it's quite a big house. So, that you know, there, there's no previous relationship there. They shouldn't be... Uh, sort of spending all this time with her. So Marissa gets a little bit, a little bit yeah, wary, maybe paranoid. So while she's trying to get pregnant, she goes off to a yoga class, a uh, prenatal yoga class. And it's, she lies to the teacher about being pregnant. She just kind of wants to be there and experience it around all these other expectant mothers. And then at the end of the class, there's Kate. She's at the back. And Kate says, oh, I, I saw you leaving the house and I, with your yoga mat. And I figured you were coming here. So I thought I'd come and, come and join you. And Marissa is quite rightly a little bit, whoa. Um, what's going on? Then she sees Jake's laptop at home. He's at work. And she sees Jake's laptop. And she opens it up 
and she starts to look at, and you know, she, she knows she shouldn't be doing this. Uh, she starts to look at the text messages that are coming through uh, and sort of uh, turning up on his laptop. Uh, I think if you've got a certain type of laptop, um, you'll know that this, this happens. And so she's reading live these messages going back and forth between Kate and Jake, and he's affecting it. He's putting kisses on the end of the text messages. There's comments about, I love you, and all this. And it's clear that something is going on. I'm not going to tell you any more about the plot. I have maybe gone a bit too far, but it's it's all within the first hundred pages, that. Um, And the other thing to tell you about is Annabelle. Annabelle is Jake's mum, and she rocks up to introduce herself to Marissa. Uh, Uninvited, uh, unaware, uh, nobody's aware that she's coming, and Marissa is the only one home when she turns up. And she's very protective of um, Jake, and she's very... I guess... They weren't really a thing when Annabelle would have been a mum. Um, but she's kind of a bit of an aged yummy mummy. She's very much part of the... Uh, where, they, where they live in Tewkesbury, part of the, the, the sort of social set there. And uh, doesn't, doesn't, I don't think she works, and she might have been a stay-at-home mum. Uh, looking after Jake and his sisters. And she's very invested in her children's lives, although only Jake really seems to be on the scene. And she gets Marissa's back up a bit. Nothing more to be said on Annabelle yet, um, but there is more to come from her in this book. Those are our main players. We've got Jake, we've got Marissa, we've got Kate, and we've got Annabelle. And they are all such perfectly drawn characters. You can see, I mean, Annabelle particularly, she's real, she's there. I know women like this. Uh, they're, yeah, they, they're the ones who walk around in white linen trousers and sandals and... Uh, maybe have a bit more weight on them than they would readily like and you know big chunky jewellery they go off to Spain uh, but the nice part of Spain you know they go off to Spain for their holidays and they they run they're on the village fate committee that they're those women you know them well this is Annabelle she's there you can see her you can also get a really good grip on Marissa which is an interesting one because she's not altogether that likable I think she comes across as paranoid she comes across as even though there's clearly maybe something more going on with Jake and Kate Marissa doesn't seem to be quite handling it all that well uh, will I say anything more? No, I won't. Marissa, though, is, again, she's this lead character who you would really like, but there's something slightly off about her. And it works as a main character um, as you're going through this book, as you're trying to work out everything that's going on. Books have energy, I'll say. Um, so uh, a 
like a James Patterson thriller will just start off with one big peak and then it will um, it'll almost carry on going from there. Uh, so if it was a roller coaster, it would be like the big one. Uh, it would just go boom, swish down, straight back up again and down again at the end. This one has a peak, has several peaks, I would say. Um, you're going with the build up of what's happening and then there's whoosh, down another run and then there's another build up and then there's another build up and um yeah i don't know don't really know what to say i can't say too much um this magpie it's by elizabeth day it's out on the 2nd of september later this year definitely one to pre-order <laughs> Ah, I can hear it in my voice there when I'm listening back to that. I'm just trying so hard not to reveal any spoilers. Please go and order Magpie by Elizabeth Day. You can find it at birdsbooks.co.uk. It is such a great read and it's one of those books that you're going to be wishing somebody else to read so that you can then talk about it. I loved it. And I think a lot of you guys will as well. Thank you so much for listening to me talk today about Magpie. You can get in touch with me by emailing me, bert at bertsbooks.co.uk or by visiting me at Twitter or on Instagram at bertsbooks. I would love it if you would rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. Also, tell your friends about it. Let other people know that this podcast exists. I would love to find more people to tell about such amazing books like Magpie too. Uh, I think that's it for today. I think I will leave it there. I will speak to you all very, very soon. Remember, keep reading. <laughs>